Hello, and welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. Today we're going to talk about bear canisters, what they are, why we should be using them, when and where. Over the last several years, I've hiked sections of the Appalachian Trail, and I've seen a number of methods used for people to store their food overnight. These methods have included the standard hang a bear bag from a tree and, and, and hope you did it right, hope it's far enough from the tree and high enough off the ground so a bear or a critter can't get to it. I've seen bear boxes in places like New Jersey and throughout Massachusetts, but I've also seen people just hang their food in the lean-to, thinking, well, bears are afraid of people. They're not going to come into the, air, into the lean-to. Well, that's nonsense. There's been several stories of bears going in and taking food. They haven't hurt the people because all they really want is the food. And I've even heard two stories of people who told me they slept with their food with the same logic. Well, I'm using an odor-proof bag. And besides, bears are afraid of people. Again, nonsense. Bears have been known to rip through tents with people in them. Think about how frightening that would be at 2 in the morning to wake up to a bear trying to claw its way into your tent. So yes, people, I'm going to be blunt here, friends, could be really stupid which is why I want to talk about bear canisters. First of all, what is a bear canister? Well, it's a polymer container. It's, they're, they're plastic, hard-sided, and there's a, there's a few manufacturers out there. I use the Garcia Bear Cache. Um, and the one I use, it's, it's black, and you have to use a coin to open up the lid to it, and you put your food inside it, and you close it back up. I use an odor-proof bag inside mine. There's others like Bear Vault that have kind of a safety type mechanism on the lid that you have to use your thumb and your finger to push in, kind of like you would a, a for a child safety bottle that, that you'd buy in the pharmacy, uh, whether it's aspirin or an over you know over the counter or maybe even medication bottles. Regardless of what you choose, you put all of your smellable items in that at night. My practice is that I. After I've eaten dinner, I go through my bag, and if there's anything I need to take, if I need some medications, um, any first aid items that might have any smell, any odor to them, my cookware all gets put in there. Then I place it 150 to 200 feet from where I'm camping or where anybody else might be camping from where any campsites are. Admittingly, I haven't always used it. This is a new practice for me. I've owned my bear canister since 2008, but only used it when I knew I was going into areas where there had been reports where bears were uh, something to be concerned about, like the Adirondacks and certain parts of the Catskills. But over the past year, I've read a few articles about the use of bear canisters and, and, and how effective they are in protecting bears. Because understand something. We're not protecting ourselves here as much as we're protecting animals. We're going into their homes. We're invading their space. So we really need to be conscious of that. We, we wouldn't go into our neighbor's house, well, maybe some people would, with food and just spill it all over the floor or drop it on their table. Uh, we wouldn't do that. So we shouldn't be doing that with animals in the forest either. So we're really protecting the animals. And in this case, we're specifically talking about bears. This year, I read an article, and somebody pointed out, it wasn't an article, it was a blog, and I'm sorry, but I can't remember which one, uh, so I'll give credit to whoever it was, so please don't somebody jump down my throat and accuse me of stealing something here. I'm not. I'm telling you, I read this on somebody's blog. 
they pointed out that over the several past several years even or decades backpacking equipment has become much lighter we've gone from people carrying their 40 to 70 pound bags to people carrying backpacks that are anywhere from 15 to to 20 pound base weights the two and a half extra pounds you're carrying really shouldn't make that much of a difference which is why I think, I've, I've decided to make the bear canister part of my standard gear from here on out. Um, I intend on taking it on all my backpacking trips. Because understand something, you're not just protecting your food from bears. In fact, I, I can make the case, I would argue with anyone, you're more concerned about rodents, mice, chipmunks, raccoons. They, get, they will get into your food. They'll chew, mice will chew through anything to get to your food. Which leads me to this. People who bring their food into the lean-tos, you're attracting mice. Now, if you're not afraid of bears, do snakes scare you at all? Because you know what mice attract. Yes, they attract venomous snakes. Rattlesnakes love mice. That's the main part of their diet. So please, this is something to take into consideration. Now, everybody's going to probably be thinking, oh, I don't want to carry more weight. Uh, well, you know, look, I'm a bit of a weenie, uh, a weight weenie myself. I'm always, you know, trying to count how much my weight, how much weight I'm carrying with me. When I minus out the weight of my bear hanging, my bear bag hanging system, I'm looking at maybe two and a half pounds at the most. And what this has forced me to do is to reevaluate some of my other gear to see where else I can shave weight off of my base off of my base pack, my base weight pack. So I've been able to look at things like my raincoat. So I'm in the process of getting a, I'm going to get a lighter raincoat and other items for, I'm going through my first aid kit to see where I can lighten up there. My goal is to cut that weight, cut the weight of my bear canister in half by seeking out lighter alternatives to some of the gear I'm currently carrying. So this would be my challenge to you over the winter. Start giving some real consideration and start reading about the use of bear canisters. Some areas are required. As I said, in the Adirondacks, you're required to have a bear canister. In some areas, you, could, you can receive a fine if you don't have one. But don't think you're safe if you're even in New Jersey uh, or New York and, and your, your food's going to be safe. No, there's bears in those areas as well. And those bears want to get to your food. So protect the bears and protect your food. Do you really want to be three days into a five or seven day trip and have your food destroyed? Are you sitting there saying, okay, let me go through this and get all the bear slime off of it and see if there's anything in here I can salvage to get me through till I can get to town and buy some more food? That's no way to enjoy your trip. You know you're going to be stressing out every day, every mile until you can get into town and resupply. There's the peace of mind. And besides, one of my favorite benefits to having the bear canister, the thing makes an awesome camp chair. Just the right size to sit down and you know, have, a, have a dry, comfortable place to sit down instead of a wet log or just sitting on the ground. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please feel free to leave a review. If you found it helpful or useful or just entertaining, let us know. We can be contacted at Papa Bear Hikes at gmail.com or check us out at Papa Bear Hikes 01 on Instagram. 
Thanks for listening. Get outside and have a great day. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.